0: Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA and the host of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. So glad you've joined us, whether you found us through Google Play, Amazon, iTunes, or Stitcher. We are there and we are trying to bring you experts from not only inside the dental industry, but outside the dental industry as well to talk a little bit about what you as assistants can do and how you can act to have a better day and a better career. And I'm so thrilled today to have Dr. Yvette Weir on with us. Dr. Weir, how are you?
1: I'm great, thanks. Delighted to be with you.
0: I am so glad to have you on. I'd love for our audience to know a little bit more about you.
1: All right. Well, I'm a Howard grad of 1992. And so this is my 30th year, but ouch. <laughs> I usually tell people I'm like 20 plus or so, you know. <laughs> but the reality is it's been 30 years. Um, so I, I'm still in private. Well, I'm not in private practice. I'm actually with an uh, clinic and clinic dentistry right now. I'm also an author, a uh, speaker, and I have a retreat business on the side. So I just wear a lot of hats.
0: You do wear a lot of hats and, and you know what? I've Numbers are just numbers as far as I'm concerned, So, but congratulations on on your longevity here in our industry, and I always love bringing the voice of experience to our podcast, especially for those younger assistants who are coming into the field, and and right now, we know that there are so many assistants and team members who maybe don't even have a background in dentistry, that they're coming in from another industry as well, so I love what we're going to talk about today as far as five things that every dentist kind of wish their assistant knew. And right. I, I love this article. I love this topic because it's kind of that peak behind the curtain. And I'm just going to kind of go down your list. This is going to be an article that's going to be on the Ignite DDS website under Get Lit. Uh, certainly, we want to make sure that you can find that. But I will tell you, whenever I was looking through this, one of the first things that stood out to me is whenever you talked about nonverbal cues. And and I think, boy, I think whenever we work so closely together, uh, how quickly do you feel like people pick up on nonverbal cues and what can they do to pick up better on those?
1: All right. Well, with nonverbal cues, you know, there's, there's a lot that happens sometimes that we either, either the assistant has to alert me to or vice versa. And it's not always something that we really want the patient to be aware of, just depending on what it is. Um, I'll be very transparent. On the I'm, I'm right handed. And, you know, so all my assistants are always, always on the other side. And one time I was getting ready to extract a tooth. Now she has direct vision on the upper left. And I did not. Okay. And one of her nonverbal cues was just to point out, not that one, this one. I'm like, oh, I appreciate that so very much. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that was just about getting ready to go. Down south, very quickly, right? <laughs> and, um, you know, the, the, it, it goes the other way as well. You know, a patient, I might ask for something from an assistant. And, well, this is not exactly nonverbal, but she might hand me, if she's inexperienced, the wrong instrument. And I might say, no, not that one, the other one that looks like that one or, or something of that nature. But again, we, wherever I am, the assistant and myself, and the patient we're we're just like a tight micro team mm-hmm. right so the 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 closer we work together and are in sync is the more i can help her and she can help me
0: and and i will tell you as the patient we very much appreciate that obviously because <laughs> you know it, it there is something to be said though from the patient experience about knowing that you're in the hands of a well-oiled team and one that really communicates well together
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I I once asked one of my patients, just just checking on something that I felt instinctively was so. She's a psychologist. And I said to her, because we work so closely, physically so close, and I'm sure, you know, I said, can you really pick up the nuances of whether or not, as you say, this is a well-oiled team or there is a dissonance, right? and she said i can feel it hmm. i can sense it interesting yeah
0: yeah and and those spite those spidey senses certainly go off there's no doubt about that uh, i know as a patient that is for sure and right. and i think that goes into one of your other points when you were talking about the rapport that is built between the dentist and the assistant
1: mm-hmm. uh
0: you know and and i'm really curious because i've seen that that sometimes is instantaneous and sometimes obviously It like a fine wine, it gets better as as the years go along.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I I love it when I when we like again, you're with your assistant for seven hours or eight every single day. So you better make an effort to really like each other and to work with each other. Right. Um, One of my points, too, is loyalty. because a part of being close and understanding your doc and we we all practice differently so sometimes i'll say hey i'm the doc that uses a bit more bond than somebody else somebody else might just barely put bond on and i know that without going overboard if you put a little bit more on then you know i have less sensitivity with the patients afterwards Mm -hmm. unless it was a rather deep filling so learning your doctor and what they like is the making of a really great assistant in, in addition to, you know, what you mentioned with the, with the rapport, you know, having a good rapport.
0: And, and, you know, one thing that jumped out and, and we did not talk about this for the podcast. One of the things you just said was also kind of being honest with each other about maybe what to expect and, and, you know, just give a little heads up about what might be coming. I think that that is so important as well, just to have as part of rapport it be an honest rapport as well.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, that 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 assistant, if I had not been nice with her before, I mean, she could have let me just crash, you know, <laughs> because it's not, you know, entirely her responsibility to, <laughs> to remind or inform me that I'm actually loosening, you know, the wrong tooth. But she's seeing it. And and there was, uh, you know, the, the tooth was broken down. And so it was literally hidden or covered a little bit by the, the the tooth that had the full crown on it right next to it, you know, um, and so right away, you want to develop a rapport with your with your assistant, you know, and a part of what I want to do for any assistant is to help them to grow. Right. right. Yep. If, the, if the environment is good and positive, then they want to grow. If I'm not able to do that for them and the larger practice does not facilitate that and is not supportive, I only get maybe 70 or 75% out of that assistant. Right? And, they gave them a bare minimum.
0: Yeah. And, and we know in today's environment that if an assistant doesn't feel um, like they are a part of the team or feel like that they can grow to their full potential, there's always other opportunities out there as well. And and I think that dentists and assistants both have to be wary of that and be able to talk to each other and make sure that that full potential is reached.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I I know that whenever they don't feel like it, it's because the larger environment is not supportive because I can only do so much. And if I'm not the managing doc or partner, then my influence is only between is only at a micro level, her or him, myself, and, and the patient, right? I literally don't have much influence over anyone else, but that particular micro team.
0: So, and and that, and that's an important thing. And and one of the points that you brought up in your article that I'm, I'm very excited for everybody to read, it, it talks about the, the art of the small talk. Oh, and, yeah. and I'd love for you to go into that just a little bit and what you mean by that.
1: Well, you know, one time uh, a doctor colleague said to me, you know, you have such a great way with your patients of talking to them and 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 stuff. Can Can you write some things down? I don't like really. <laughs> but she literally was like, I, I, I don't know, because there are a lot of doctors that just jump in. True. And so for me, um, I'm big on connecting Like I have to connect with you. You could be two years old and I'm going to connect with you on a, do you have any pets at home? Do you have a puppy or maybe, you know, an item of clothing? I like your, I like your color on your clothes or something, but it's the same concept, whether it's a two-year-old or a 90-year-old. You know, I'm trying to connect with you before I come into your personal intimate space and start doing business, literally. Right. And so I would want an assistant who knows how to do that as well. I love that. Right. Either they are a little bit an extrovert to begin with. That would be great. You know, or they have they, they are watching me and modeling what I'm doing. Because I I don't hang around all the time with the patient. I might go in, make an assessment, anesthetize them and then leave. Right. And so now who are they with? Right. They're either with themselves or they're with the assistant. Right. Assistant, do not just sit there twiddling your thumbs without any idea of what you can say. Right. Um, and one of the easiest, the easiest cheat things, uh, cheat, cheat questions or conversation starters is the weekend. We are either going into it or just coming out of it. You know, <laughs> so let's, let's talk about it. What are you going to do? Or what did you do? Right.
0: It, it, it's a great point. And, and, and all of us, I think, as human beings, we we want to feel connected somehow, especially whenever we're maybe a little nervous about the situation that we're in, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and being in a dental practice, a lot of folks have nerves. And, and if, and I have seen personally so many times when just talking a little bit will alleviate those nerves and that patient will kind of relax just a little bit as well.
1: And if you, if you say talking and making that connection, when I can make them laugh and I don't go out to be the jester, but when I can make them laugh, it's like gold, because, you know, you can't laugh and be tense at the same time. They're just like diametrically opposite emotions, yeah. you know, Great and problem. I can I can feel them relaxing and I can feel them getting ready to accept whatever is coming next. Right. So, again, I want to, you know, train an assistant or look for that if I'm hiring, look for that a skill set. That's a very viable skill skill set now, if I'm an associate, I you know I may not most likely have had any um, say so in that, but you know, I think that's very important i I, th-
0: I always think it's interesting whenever people say that they're in dentistry, but they're not a people person because I think it's really hard to be in this industry and not be a people person definitely,
1: unless you're just doing billing like you know and even then the art of billing and talking to people talking to insurance companies probably there's an art in that too um it's it's very difficult because it is 30 or 40 percent of people that come in that have an inherent um, sense of um, you know fear or anxiety and 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 just being able to say I understand like somebody today I think um, you know she, she started crying, not connected to dentistry, but connected to the fact that she's going through a divorce mm. and how it, it you know, the, the, whole timing and with you have this child, I have this child and so on and so forth. And she felt very, she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to just start crying like that. And again, I want to have assistants around me that are very patient, compassionate and empathetic. because you're going to see and you're going to see tears all the time. And it can be tears of pain, but it can be, I mean, physical pain, but it can be emotional. But I will also say, Kevin, that patients open up to me like that because I present a safe space for them. You see, if you are, you know, if an assistant meets up on a largely transactional doctor, They'll, they're not going to see those tears they, because patients are not going to open up like that.
0: No, you, you set the stage for it and, and gave that person the freedom uh, to feel like they could, even though it might have been a, a surprise to them that those tears flowed. They still felt safe enough, I think, for it to happen.
1: Absolutely. And we just, we, we, we stay silent or we get a tissue and, um, and, and we're not surprised. We're not shocked. We have experienced some of those emotions ourselves. We have experienced some of those experiences ourselves. We are just there to be supportive. And that's the best thing an assistant can be as well.
0: So so I've got to ask as the dentist, do you kind of prepare your assistant for maybe those emotional moments and here's what we do if or is it something that just is kind of very um, natural almost in that moment?
1: I I would say more natural. And more, it's it's just something that I model, and they see how I am. Um, they come in, they have to lose a tooth. It's, a, it's like a body, it is a body part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a body part that they're losing. And I don't take it lightly, even if they have a bombed out mouth, and it's like, you know, you're going to lose all those body parts, you know. Yeah um if it's if if they if they have a real sense of loss um i respect that and i validate that and the only time i might definitely speak to an assistant about that kind of interaction is if i feel that she is or he is being too too cold or callous like come on come on you know let's go yeah you know i would call them out on that other than that i allow them to watch the interactions that i have and how naturally. Like another case in point, I had a a young man who said, I said, how are you doing? He says, I'm I'm, I'm a victim of domestic abuse. Nowadays, you know, it can be said because we've had some cases in the news. And so he feel a little bit more open with that. And I was just doing something very simple with him that was over in five or 10 minutes. But I could sense, Kevin, that he was not ready to go. Mm. And I said, do you have a father? No father he can talk to. Do you have a mom? Mom is on drugs. Do you have any other adult? Remember, he's only eighteen. He's not in his twenties, and he's a father already. Wow. Um, any other responsible adult? There's nobody else. So listen, I'm it, and for the moment, anyway. Yeah. And my assistant said, um, "Okay, well, you know she her body language." to him was kind of like, okay, well, you know, we're done with you now. (laughs) You you can keep it pushing. (laughs) And I said to her, you know, you can go to lunch. You know, I'm just going to sit with him for a little bit.
0: Nice. Okay,
1: because. The patient to me is not just a disease or a procedure. They are mind, body and spirit when they come in and there's just there's so much going on, maybe that night, the night before, or the morning they're coming in, or whatever. And so, my interest is very, very, um, very broad because I have a lot of health and, and medical interest and knowledge and, and, and things like that. So, I share that with them as well. And, you know, even if my assistant, um, well, I don't expect her to speak to the depth that I will speak outside of dentistry or even in dentistry for that matter. But I, I really want a good assistant working at her highest or his highest level to be empathetic, Yes. right? Because empathy is a really, really key quality in dentistry. Uh,
0: and, and in our world today, honestly, it, it absolutely is. You know, you,
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah. And, and like that young man you were speaking about, you never know what's going on in somebody else's world. So that's uh, right. well. I am thrilled that uh, you have this article. I can't wait for people to read it. Uh, so obviously, I love that we've been able to have this conversation today. But I know our, my readers or my viewers, I should, let me try it again. I know my listeners.
1: <laughs> always
0: love to follow up with our guests sometimes to ask a question about things. Is there a way that that you welcome uh, comments or you you want people to reach out to you if they want to follow up a little bit more on what we've talked about today?
1: absolutely so on facebook i'm on as wild heart 21 wild heart 21 and that's a place where you can book a book a a a discovery call and we can talk further if there's anybody that says you know i'd I'd like to to learn a little bit more about how to do assisting on that kind of level which to me is relational which is growth promoting which is really reaching to your highest level, you know. And I I don't want an assistant to be around me for um, however long, six months, two years, three years, and not to have grown. Right. I want you to be striving for as high as you can or whatever other certifications that you can be exposed to. It will add so much more to your own professional development right and i would love to be a part of that so wildheart21 is a, is a great place and on instagram fit vegan vlogger I actually have three pages oh, but wow. fit vegan vlogger is a, a great one for them to follow me on or to ask dm from that platform as well because i believe that as we are working hard physically mentally and emotionally in our profession you want to be you wanna be conscious about your own fitness. You wanna be conscious about how you eat so that you are not lacking in energy. And so you have what it takes to physically go through the demands of what your job entails. So you'll just get a lot of good content from Fit Vegan Blogger as well.
0: Well, I'll uh, be following that very shortly, Uh, (laughs) very cool. Well, Dr. Weir, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And I know our listeners got a lot out of this conversation.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And thanks to all of you for listening to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. We love bringing in people who care about you, the dental assistants, the heartbeat, the soul, the backbone of the practice, and so many opportunities. And we want to make sure that you have the best career possible. So please follow us on Instagram at Ignite Dental Assistants. And we look forward to being with you next time on another episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite D.A.